0: And now, here is Tara Nolan to help you find out how to be Financially Tuned.
1: Hello, and welcome to Financially Tuned. My name is Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services, and I'm just going to say right up front that at any point during the show, if you have a question or want some more information, please feel free to give Chris and I a call at 719 719- Two one zero four two four two, and definitely visit our website, www.taraenolan.com. You can see what we look like and and what we do. It's always nice to put a face to a name I found. And um, we're also gonna, if you click on the Financially Tuned button, you can download a complimentary retirement income toolkit. And you're going to find as you listen to the show, it's very educational in nature. And so I like if you can actually have some documents to read. It goes along with what we're going to talk about and all the learning takes place because that's what it's all about. Today, we are going to be talking about eight different ways to avoid returning to the workforce after retirement involuntarily. But before we jump in (laughs) and talk about that, let me check in with Tony. Tony, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing great involuntarily. I'm glad you added that word. That's interesting Uh, because a lot of people do choose to go back to work and want to keep working. But yeah, uh, you don't want to be forced to have to return to work. And we're going to get into that in a minute, but yes, I am great. Um, Unfortunately, uh, finances are one thing I'm concerned about right now, Tara, because I have been, I have three kids and this is the, that's ten- enough said
1: right there. Yeah, well,
0: I, I really don't need to go any further. However, it's the time of year when they go back to school and they all uh, want want slash need new tennis shoes, new clothes, new backpacks, new laptops, uh, on and on and on and on <laughs> school supplies, uh, the latest, you know, scientific calculators. These things cost money. Uh, I don't know if uh, our listeners out there are aware of this, but, um, those things cost money, so I need a financial <laughs> planner just to help me with back to school budgeting. That's where you, you know, come in,
1: absolutely. Because the back to school can hit you, and the goal is we don't ever want to set you up so that you put it all on the credit card and then you spend the next six months trying to pay it off.
0: Yeah, that's that's what you want to avoid. But when you're looking at, hey, I need to buy two new laptops. Uh, that's like wow, that's a chunk. If you if you want to get a halfway decent one. Uh, you know, I think they're starting to go up in price again. I mean, you can get a cheap one for three hundred bucks, but uh, the problem, what I've found, is then you have to keep buying new ones.
1: Yeah, there's it's it's one one way or the other. So yeah, and and you don't want to skimp on the the education because you want your kids to be ready to school. Yeah. And to learn and do all that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. So So, I know that I I bet a lot of our listeners find themselves in that boat, but having an overall plan and even talking about things like this uh, retirement planning. So we have enough money for retirement. You don't want to have to dip into retirement funds at any point uh, to fund your kids schooling. We've talked about that. Uh, But before we get into all that, how have you been, Tara? How's everything going at Nolan Advisory Services?
1: Tony, we are just having a great time. Chris and I, uh, we we really truly are financial geeks because we like the planning. I, I was realizing there's a huge overlap between uh, what I do in finance and what I do in the military, Tony. Because what I like to do, my skill set is sucking in all the information organizing it and creating a plan and then sitting down with people and i do this in my military job and i do this with my finance and say okay here's all the parts that we have to play with here's a plan that really looks good let's talk about the plan and let's see if it's going to make sense for you we'll tweak it we'll get it organized and and then we set out with a new process that's going to make everything better i just love it
0: Wow, that sounds great. You've got a lot going on in your life, and I know that uh, you told me before the show uh, you've had some exciting news. You're going to be able to to, uh, travel a little less and focus more on uh, your clients and I know Chris uh, helps you with the clients a lot there, and I think that's fantastic. More time to spend with our listeners if they want to set up that complimentary consultation. So, if our listeners out there have questions for you or want to sit down with you and take advantage of that offer—a uh, no-cost, no-obligation consultation, a one-time uh, meeting uh, to see where they're at—what's the number they call again,
1: Tony? It's seven one nine. Two one zero four two four two. so we love to sit down with folks and Tony people can also just contact us through their website and you can email us directly as well so we like to do both ways because we find these radio shows I love them because it gets the, the information flowing and people's brains start working but then it always comes down to but how does that apply to me right
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's that's where we're all at. How does all this apply to my own personal situation? And you're so good about working toward that uh, and really uh, making sure people understand that uh, there aren't blanket fixes, but there are a lot of strategies that can be utilized depending on your situation. Now, talking about having to return to work after retirement, uh, I realize that could be very frustrating. Uh, people don't like to think about that. And I'm sure if you have to do that, it can feel like a lot of hard work over the years for nothing if you don't truly get to retire, right?
1: Uh, Well, you know, Tony, and that's absolutely true because one of the biggest things that Chris and I like to do when we sit down with people is we actually don't start with the numbers. We start with what does retirement look like for you? And I always try to get people to imagine that cartoon character with the bubble above their head what's inside your bubble when you think of retirement? And you know, is it that beach umbrella with the, the drink looking out at the ocean or is it hanging out with your grandkids? The thing is Tony, for a lot of people, it's kind of blank because they just haven't got their head above water with the daily life of, of taking care of kids and and carpooling and all those daily things that a lot of people don't have have a picture. So how do you know if you've got a plan for retirement if you don't even know what it's gonna look like? So,
0: right
1: bottom line Tony is people I find are happiest when they feel like they're in control it's it's not a good feeling when every decision you make has to run through your checkbook and before you can even dream you have to go well let me see if I could afford that right so uh, you know it, it's just kind of funny I think Ben Franklin wrote one time that nothing in life is guaranteed but death and taxes. <laughs> Right. I think my, my high school teacher used to say that a lot, too.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. My, my mom always said that. Nothing, nothing in life is guaranteed, son, except for death and taxes. And then, of course, as you know, I added pizza.
1: And then and my family is Irish. And one of the things that we used to also say was expect the worst because it's the best you're going to get. <laughs> oh, that no, positive? that's <laughs>
0: terrible. That's terrible. And you know what? It's funny is my mom is 100 percent Irish and she always told my dad's 100 percent English. So I'm always <laughs> at war with myself, half English, half Irish. But uh, my mom always said, I'd say as a kid, you know, I don't get my way. And I go, Mom, that's not fair. And she'd go, life isn't fair, son. It's just like like brutal, just brutal. I I mean, I'm like seven years old. That's not fair. Life isn't fair, son.
1: (laughs) Let you in on the secret early. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Mom.
0: That's that's good love right there.
1: Right. So, you know, we're going to talk about today, Tony. I mean a lot of people go choose to go back to work, especially like here in Colorado, there are so many awesome volunteer opportunities and you know, whatever you wanted to do that you didn't get to do because you were taking care of your family. We're not talking about that today. What we're really talking about today is having the option if you just want to retire and stay retired. And you know, my ideal world, Tony, that's where I want to get my clients to for retirement because then if you choose to go back, it's so different if you have a choice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Good point.
1: Well, and I can just tell you, I'm in the Air Force Reserve right now, Tony, but I already have my 20-year letter. So what that means is on any given day, if I just decide I'm done, I can just be done. And you know what? It makes when I go to work so much fun because I'm there, because I've chosen to be. And I don't know why, but it just makes a difference.
0: Yeah. Well, it makes a huge difference. And uh, that's your choice. uh, And that makes a huge difference. You're not doing it because you have to. I think whenever you do something because you want to rather than you have to, it's going to be so much more fulfilling and you're going to be feel so much better about it, obviously. Uh, that's why they always say, find a job you love and you'll love your job. Uh, and I think that makes perfect sense. And, you know, talking about all this, I know you always say, Tara, that uh, retirement is a journey, not a destination. And you're always talking about a journey. Um, and it just made me think that, um, uh, maybe we could call this episode "Don't Stop Believing in Retirement." See what I did there with the Journey song. My wife and I love the band Journey. First of all,
1: that was really clever. Yeah,
0: yeah, a little corny, <laughs> but uh, I, I, that's the I, best kind. I, I worked. Uh, somebody paid me money to see if I could work Journey into today's show.
1: <laughs> no, I did Perfectly. Yeah, I, you know, and absolutely, Tony. And this is one of the big things that I always encourage. You know, and this uh, this crosses over to all aspects of my life, whether it's my horseback riding or my military service or my financial planning, is you want to be moving towards something. Yeah. You don't want to be moving away from something because if you're moving away from something, then you you still don't know where you are. But if you're moving towards that next job or you're moving from your job towards the next thing that you're going to do in retirement, it's such a different mental mental journey. Not to use the word again, but do I get points for that? <laughs> But it really is a big thing, Tony, and with a lot of my clients, I I spend a lot of time when they get close to retirement, because I find that the people get super excited about not having to get up to an alarm clock, and after about three weeks, they're kind of over that, and then they say, what now?
0: So let's talk about some more of those steps after the break. We have to take a quick break, but before we do, I know you usually have something for our listeners.
1: Well, definitely this is this is the show about dreaming big and then making making it turn into reality because you have a plan. So, Tony, Chris and I have set aside 20 complimentary appointments for the first 20 callers. The number is 719-210-4242. And Tony, the the people that we can really help the most are the people who have a vision that they want to look forward to retirement, not just as like an ending, but as the next beginning. And so people that wanna be in control so that they are moving forward into retirement and not trapped by whatever their bank account says. That, those are the kinds of planning that we wanna do. So Tony, for anyone who's ready to really get that plan on play, get their money protected from taxes and all that good stuff, the number seven one nine two one zero four two four two. 719-210-4242. Chris and I will love to sit down and help you make that plan a reality.
0: Sounds great. I think that's fantastic. And listeners, stay tuned because we're going to be right back with more of Tara Nolan here on Financially Tuned right after this. Throughout our working years, we attempt to accumulate as many eggs as possible into our retirement nest. Unfortunately, many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where their retirement assets should be invested. At Tara Nolan Advisory Services, we have put together a simple way for you to group your retirement assets. To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, download a complimentary Color of Money report at TaraEnolan.com or call us today at 719-210-4242.
1: Hello and welcome back to Financially Tuned. My name is Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services and if you're just tuning in, I want to make sure that you know that you can give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242 if you have any questions. Also check out our website www.taraenolan.com. Check out what we look like and we've got a lot of good information. So we've been talking today, if you're just tuning in, about how do you avoid returning to the workforce after retirement involuntarily? Now, if you go back and and pick up a volunteer job or some job because you want it, that's different. We're talking today about how do you set yourself up for success that it's your choice?
0: Yeah, and you've given us uh, some great examples of how you can do that. Uh, Retire to something, have something to do in retirement is one way you can avoid having to return uh, to the workforce if you don't want to Uh, and then you know we could possibly delay our retirement date and you talked about a couple of other options as far as uh, maximizing social security um, and other things we can do in order to uh, make sure we don't have to go back to work especially full-time once we've retired Uh, what's another way uh, that we can avoid this
1: Well, you know, Tony, you just mentioned Social Security, and that reminds me of a story that I really like to share because it's it's about Social Security and retirement and all that good stuff. So the toughest client I've ever worked with, Tony, is my mom. Imagine that. (laughs) So she was a, a, a paramedic and then she was a nurse and then she went to med school. So she was a doctor, but she became a doctor a little later than most of her peers because she had kind of worked her way through all the different jobs. But the thing that happened was she turned 65 a few years ago and all of her doctor friends and peers were retiring. So she said, well, it's time for me to retire. And I said, well, why? Well, because everybody else is. And I said, and she's like, I've already looked at everything. I've looked at my pension. I've looked at my 401k. I've looked at my social security. I'll be okay. And I said, well, let's think about this because I know what's going to happen is you're going to be retired for about three weeks and then you're going to be bored. And no, 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 I'm retiring. <laughs> so we went through a whole process. She got signed up for social security and Tony, no kidding. I think it was four weeks, not three. She said, well, the school called me, the med school, and they want me to come in and, and start teaching a couple of courses for them. And I'm like, oh, I didn't want to say I told you so. So luckily, because of the social security rules, we were able to go back in, stop her social security. And so here's the thing, Tony, is she was gonna take social security at 65 and it was gonna be $1,200 a month. Now, because she's still working, she's delaying her social security is continuing to grow and she's actually still contributing, right? Because she's working. Right. When she retires at 70, it's gonna be almost $3,000, Tony, almost double. Wow. So it is so important to really have a good plan. And then here's the thing, Tony, she's teaching. She loves it. So she's still doing, using her medical education. Essentially, what she got rid of was all the paperwork that all of us hate.
0: Right. Well, that's a, <laughs> And it makes it, I mean, that's a big difference right there. That it's, could make or break your retirement.
1: It's huge, Tony. And I've done something on that with a lot of my clients that we say, let's look at how to maximize that social security because that's a good stream of income and it doesn't matter what your health is.
0: Yeah, that's huge right there. So uh, I know there are other ways that we can make sure we don't have to go back to work in retirement. What's another one?
1: So the, the next one that's really good to consider, Tony, is the decision to either relocate or downsize. So one of the things we talked about, you know, and we just have been talking about is we want to retire towards something.
0: You don't Uh, want to just
1: retire and stop, because for a lot of people, at Tony, it's almost like that that Western movie where they're all galloping on the horses towards the edge of the cliff, (laughs) and 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 then you know either they stop or hopefully if they go over the edge, it's like that big lake at the bottom. But I really think Tony, for a lot of people, that's they're just galloping towards that retirement cliff, and then. That's they don't funny. have a plan. So, <laughs> so you said
0: you said relocating. Uh, do you mean like moving to a new place? It,
1: exactly. So it could either be a, you know like a big move, like for us from Colorado moving down to Florida or Arizona for the weather. But it could even be um, maybe moving from from out in the country to moving into town. So there, hmm. you know, just relocating. I, I think about it all the time, Tony, because I live outside of town. You know, because I have horses and we have our, you know, about our 15 acres out here. And every now and again, I'm like, you know, maybe we should just move to town. Wouldn't that be easy? And the challenge, though, is I start looking around and I go, but where would I put my tractor? Oh, (laughs) do you think the HOA would allow that? No. (laughs) But so these are the kinds of things, though, is is if you are going to think about relocating, we want to figure out why you're going to do it. Um, one of the big reasons, Tony is you can avoid tax state taxes, right? Because a lot of states don't have personal income tax.
0: Ah So personal income tax can make a big difference. So people that's why people flock to certain states that don't have that. like Florida' is one, right?
1: Florida's one. What I had found personally though because um, in the military you get exemptions in some of those states if you're a resident. But what I found in Texas and Florida is there's no income tax. But the uh, property taxes tend to be a little higher. Mm-hmm. So again, it's just education, right, Tony?
0: Yeah, exactly. So,
1: the big thing is uh, step one, what is your dream? What would you want to do? Step two, why do you want to do it? And then step three, let's look at the pros and cons.
0: Yeah. Kind of uh, get into that. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think that this is uh, this is true. And there are a lot of different options, like moving to one of those states. Or a lot of people, though, might want to stay close to where they're at, close to friends and family, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and uh, there are pros and cons to all of this, obviously. You have to weigh it out. And of course, it depends on your personal situation. Like you were saying, uh, yeah, I'd love to move into the city, maybe get a, a, a condo or, or some type of townhouse. But at the same time, uh, you know, if you're a person who loves to have uh, horses or own a tractor, <laughs> then that's not an option at all. So uh, there you have it. You know, it, it just depends on where you're at in life, I think. And uh, that can really make a big difference, can it?
1: Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah.
0: So Tara, let's talk about these pros and cons. I know you probably have a big list, so let me get a pen and paper ready here.
1: This is perfect, Tony. So for anybody listening, if you're a note taker, now is the time to take the notes because this is what really helps you get thinking and making your plan. So, you know, downsizing can make sense for a lot of financial reasons and logical reasons, but you know, every decision, there's lots of areas of gray. I think my mom told me that when I was, she's like, as you get older, decisions become very much less black and white and just various shades of gray. And so let's talk about the pros and cons. Let's start with the first pro. When you downsize, you're actually gonna be able to access the equity in your house. This is one thing I talk about a lot with people Tony is I talk about when you buy a house it's kind of like you've locked your money up in jail because like if you need money can you just walk into that empty bedroom and say well I'm gonna just you know pull ten thousand dollars out of that bedroom hmm. you've got no. a you can't get access to the money no. in a house so that's great nope. if you have equity in a house but you're you're cash poor yeah so when you downsize what this should do is to free up some money that you'll ideally be able to invest In something that's a little more liquid, and so you have access to that money. And this is one of the things we get into a whole conversation about, whether you should pay off your house early or not, and that's a whole other show. Second pro, Tony, that I like is you can probably lower your monthly costs, because generally a smaller house is going to be a little less expensive. And here's the other thing is you're not going to have the same utility bills, you're going to have less taxes, it'll cost a little less to insure. So those are kind of the built-in fees that we all pay that we don't really think about. So downsizing the footprint of your house, you know, here in Colorado, Tony, I look at, there's these big, gorgeous houses that have all these windows, and what a nightmare to heat in the winter. Yeah, I bet. So, I mean, they're beautiful, but there's, there is a cost to that. Another pro is you're going to have less yard to maintain.
0: Ah, so i like that one
1: and that depends because if you're going to retire and plan to work in the yard think about that Um, a smaller house definitely means less house to clean so you know and if it's a new house it's going to have more recent landscaping so there'll be less effort to maintain and then if you move into an apartment or a condo or some kind of retirement community a lot of those have the um, HOA, so the exterior maintenance is included in your monthly fee so that you have lower insurance rates and then you don't have that chore at all. So how's that if you don't even have to worry about, you know, painting, the roof and, and all that kind of good stuff.
0: Right, So yeah. huge.
1: Downsizing, is going to force you to reduce your possessions. Hence my comment about the tractor early. I'm like, where would I put my tractor in my trailer and my truck? And <laughs> <laughs> so it will be a process of downsizing. So, uh, you know, that can, that can cause a little strain in a relationship, right? Because my stuff is important and your stuff could just go.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I feel like that about a lot of Chris's stuff. We don't need that. That's just junk. <laughs> right. But my stuff is really important. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. That's the way it always works with my wife and I too. Well, and I think these are some great pros. Um I especially like the one about having less to clean and yes, less yard work. Um so what are the cons we're looking at?
1: Well, the thing is is it's not free to move, right? So right. You're gonna have to have, you know, get stuff packed up, and you're gonna have to have a truck. You're gonna have to dispose. That's the thing is, it's not free to go to the dump if you're dropping off trash, um, or you're gonna have to make the effort to go to the Goodwill if you've got stuff that's really good that you can um, pass on to other people. There's there are gonna be realtors' commissions and the money that you're gonna have to spend. You, these little things that you've lived with in your house, you know, a new buyer might go, you know, I don't really like that green carpet. And so there's things that you're just going to have to spend money to fix, Uh, especially depending, um, when you get ready to sell a house, you have to really take your, it's not your house anymore. So, you know, realtor's going to come in and say, okay, we've got to paint everything a neutral color and all those things that you spent time putting your personality into it. You're like, yeah, we got to remove all that. So that just, that takes money. you know, if you, I don't know. I moved a lot in the military. Chris and I moved almost every two years for 18 years. So we kind of got used to it. But it's a hassle, especially if you haven't moved in a long time. I don't know, Tony. What, how often have you moved around?
0: Um, you know what? I haven't moved in the last uh, almost 20 years. But before that, a lot. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the first uh, six years of our marriage, we probably lived, oh, I want to say six different places. Um and then for the last uh 19 basically now or 20 um we've lived in the same house we bought bought a house and and have lived there but you know we dream of the day when we can downsize we we actually can't wait uh we don't like the upkeep of a home we we want to live in a downtown area where we can walk and bike and and do things like that and get to places we want to go without driving as much. And no yard work uh, sounds really great and no house upkeep.
1: Well, and what I really like about your your vision that you just shared, Tony, is that you want to move to a place where you can bike and get to things. So you're moving towards something. There's things you're going to be happy to, to be done with, right. but you're also moving towards a dream. Yeah. And, and that's what I really like. Uh, One of the things, though, is when you retire, there's going to be less personal space. And I just have to share a story, Tony, because I think it's so funny. A friend of mine, uh, you know, she works from home. She's an accountant. So she had an office at home and her husband retired. And and she said he was home for about the first two months. And she's like, I couldn't take it because she had her her (laughs) routine. And and she said, I just told him, I'm like, you have to go. You can't be here. And she's like. He, so he, every day he would get up and he would put on, you know, not a suit, but a nice clothes and he would leave. And I said, where does he go? And she said, I have no idea. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's like, but he leaves uh, the house every day for a couple hours. <laughs> good times. That's good times right
0: there. That's and it funny. was so
1: funny. I have no idea where he goes. <laughs> yeah,
0: That's great. That so, is great.
1: You know those are the cons. It's just, I mean, big picture is it's it's a major life change. It's like getting married or your kids going off to college. It's just going to be it's not a bad thing, but it it is going to be a big thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's huge too. Uh well, hey, uh we're out of time for today's show. It just flew by. Is there anything you want to add before we go?
1: Well, definitely for anyone who's listening to the show and they're getting excited, hopefully, about what retirement's gonna look like and what their plan's gonna be, that little cartoon character with the bubble above your head, if you're ready to start getting that plan translated into something that's written down that you can take action on, give Chris and I a call. Tony, we've set aside 20 complimentary appointments for the first 20 callers. The number is 719-210-4242. Tony, we're looking for the people that want to move forward into retirement and not just kind of keep their fingers crossed and hope it's going to work out.
0: Right. Bingo right there. Uh, I think that sounds great. Uh, What's that phone number one more time?
1: Sure, Tony. It's 719-210-4242.
0: All right. And that does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with our host, Tara Nolan.
1: Join us, same time, same place for another show. Take care and we'll talk with you next time.
0: Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan the
1: Social Security Administration or any government agency.